Hey everybody, it's Jeremy here. And just a reminder that you can go to duckfeed.tv slash store and pick up t-shirts, mugs, merch, all kinds of stuff, including bundles of episodes that are uh, considered premium, so are sold directly through the store. Uh, go check all of that stuff out. There's also something I want to remind you of, which is the Diggity Duck Bundle. This is a bundle of shows from across the network where uh, we all did custom episodes uh, that are not available anywhere else. Pay your $10 or however much you choose, and uh, you can, and all of that money goes directly directly to uh, charity. So that's a cool thing to do. Me and Gary covered uh, just the, the awful, awful X-Men pilot that w- was on TV for a little while. And uh, it was a great time to be had for everybody that didn't have to watch it and just listen to us talk about it. Anyway, I'm out of here. Duckfeed.tv slash store, duckfeed.tv slash Patreon, and enjoy this episode. Dear Diary, I found a weird symbiote today. Um, it came from the moon. Um, and then I went and did Secret Wars. I'm Spider-Man. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, where me and Gary discuss the bonkers Spider-Man animated series, or at least the bits and pieces that we like a whole lot. Uh, Gary, how are you, man? What's going hey. on in your life today? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, sleepy boy. I, I, I haven't been sleeping super great. So last night I, I took some melatonin. I've got some melatonin hangover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, where I just feel super groggy. Um, other than that though, uh, doing okay. Doing all right. Um, did, uh, uh, book, book came out. Yeah. So that should be showing up, uh, any day here to my house. And then I have a bunch of work to do once that gets here, but, um, waiting for that. I got, have it, I got my copy cool. and uh, everybody's got it except for me. I even saw today that uh, a guy in England got his copy, which seems kind of bonkers yeah. that you don't have yours yet. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's really nervous making. Cause people say that like everything looks okay, but I just keep worrying like, Oh, like I, you know, I definitely left out a page or something, right? Like just, just, <laughs> of course I fucked something up and that's, that's my, my intense feeling until I get my hands on it. And I can see what I fucked up and then spend a couple years rationalizing myself that what I fucked up was actually okay. Totally so, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you mentioned not, um, not sleeping very well and having kind of a melatonin hangover. Um, after we had kind of a, a blowout weekend, we had a Kentucky Derby party and it was our mine and autumn's 14th wedding anniversary, which seems bonkers to say out loud. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, what, uh, what year is the 14th year anniversary? Do you, do you guys do those? Uh, Kentucky Derby party. Is that coincidentally? Is, so it worked out real well. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I'm going to look it up just because those are in, uh, until you get to like 25. They're all bad. They're yeah. real goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's all like, it's it's all like there's like the paper one and then yeah. there's like wood sure um so th- so th- this is this is actually uh not so bad so the the mod the modern way of doing it is gold jewelry but the traditional one would have been ivory did you guys go and do any poaching yeah we just we uh some yeah, horse we, ivory yeah we just paid a guy <laughs> like, a bunch of money to drug an elephant and then we did some horrible acts yeah. to it and brought it back across our borders yeah. uh, as trophies because yeah. we're terrible people yeah. Um, no, we yeah, didn't, we didn't, the, uh, the, the Kentucky Safari, Kentucky. The Safari Derby, it's <laughs> <laughs> like which elephant is going to slowly race to the finish line and the finish line involves you cutting off its tusks. Neither of us even play piano. So like we didn't even tinkle in the ivories. Like we didn't, yeah. we didn't even do that. So, uh, we just, uh, we just partied a whole lot. And then, uh, for the last two nights I have been in bed by like 9 PM cause I'm a grandpa mm. and like waking up, I woke up early today, but I, you know, waking up at a reasonable time. So I've gotten like two nights in a row of full, 
uninterrupted sleep, not waking up in the middle of the night for anything. And, uh, I still feel like I could just go to sleep right now and sleep for two days. <laughs> so like, I think, I think my, my days of, uh, literally partying for like, cause we stayed out pro- for probably a good nine or 10 hours straight for the Derby thing. like, I think that just might be behind me. I think the next year I'm going to be like, can we do this for five? Can we just get five hours <laughs> in and then I can, I can take a nap? <laughs> cause yeah. doing it, doing it for like 10 is a little much. Yeah. 10 hour day of anything is tough. It Even is. if it's good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, uh, Gary and I are taking after we're tired and old. Yeah, we're tired and Um, old. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, Gary. There's a kid on my lawn. Get off of there. What are you doing? (laughs) I'm yelling at a cloud. Um, (laughs) We finished the uh, X-Men animated series and are are taking a brief uh, dip into the Spider-Man animated series, uh, at least the the episodes that cross over with the uh, with our favorite X-Men characters. The first two episodes we covered on episode 43 were kind of X primetime X-Men. Like we got some good, good stuff with beast and Wolverine and all of that stuff. Uh, this one is less. So I, I pulled this one up just because it had storm in it. I was just looking for mutants and storm or, you know, Xavier or whatever. I was just doing a control F through the, uh, all the episode titles. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a secret war series that doesn't, I think storm is there just because she has to charge a thing. Like we need, we need somebody with electric powers. Like it's a miracle. They didn't, they don't have Thor in this, in this thing. I don't know why they don't. Yeah. They, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, no Avengers could show up except for Captain. Well, that's not true. Half the Avengers show up. Um, but quickly <laughs> <laughs> in my brain, do it. Do a quick. Uh, but the, you know, I think that nobody from the Avengers cartoon shows up. Which uh, uh, I, I think interesting. Like, yeah, you know. Okay. And then the um, you know, Electro wasn't Electro. Never had a redemption arc in Spider Man. I think he's always a villain. It's not like you know, many Spider Man villains became good guys for a little while. Mm-hmm. So we need some electric power and like. It's Storm really doesn't do very much during this. It's the same voice actress. It's clearly the same universe Storm, you know, which is kind of cool. But like, it doesn't really feel like it. You need Storm for this to me. I uh, like, I did not think that this was the same voice actress. I um, I thought it sounded oh, cool, yeah. really different. But maybe I'm just maybe I was just high or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe I maybe I wasn't high enough. Like I maybe I could be wrong <laughs> with that too. So it's a really delicate balance of the, at least of the level of high that you need to to, be, to watch yeah. these episodes. Yeah, the um, it might be just somebody doing an impersonation mm. that fooled me. I assume that because this was so this was later, you know, than that. Maybe it was just a little different. But I don't know. Maybe it's not the same voice actress. Regardless. Um, it feels like the same version of the character, yes. you know, so it, it definitely feels like a crossover thing. It's just not a very important crossover. It's worth talking about though, because this is the way we're going to get to talk about secret wars at all. Like, I think this might be the, the only way that secret wars is, was adapted into any of this stuff. Yeah. And, se- and secret wars is, uh, something that I keep getting, I keep hearing brought up in re- relation to the MCU. Like we're getting to the point in the MCU where we're not going to have a, um, because the most recent movie involves Thanos and then obviously like the next movie, I don't know how many spoilers we want to go into, but like the next movie is also going to involve Thanos. Like, I think that's a safe thing to assume. And uh, mm-hmm. after that, like the big bads of the Marvel universe are, are kind of tapped out for a little while, um, at least on that level, especially with some like weird yeah. right stuff with fantastic four and Galactus and stuff. So like maybe secret war could be their phase five or what have you, or phase four, phase five, whatever phase they're in. And uh, man, I just, I just don't see how that could ever happen. <laughs> but I, but also, what a what a I, challenge! I never thought that yeah. they could make defi- Thanos work. So, like, who, who, what the fuck do I yeah, know? Yeah. It'd be a real challenge to make Secret Wars work because it's an extremely goofy conceit. Mm-hmm. I think by then Fox will be back in the fold, and I think Galactus is is a good logical step. Like, I don't know if they'll do it, but I would love to see like 
you know, part of phase two, take some of these disfranchises, strip them away, and then add an X-Men and Fantastic Four, and then throw some Galactus in there. Um, even though, like, Galactus is almost too similar, like, Galactus shows up to drain the energy from the planet, like, he's different physically, but it's not, it wouldn't be that different necessarily plot-wise. Like, it would still be them dealing with a huge disaster coming to Earth. So, yeah, I don't know what they would do. Secret War it would be so silly, though, man. Like, Secret Wars is fucking silly. Can you imagine the, uh, the Beyonder? Like, oh man, who, I hope they get like Jason Biggs to play him. You know, cause he, in, in the comic, he's got that like, he's that like tight, you know, tight little afro, like, oh, yeah. little Jerry Curl, like, hell yeah. Thing. I'm into that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so this is, this is Secret Wars. Uh, I think you're right. Like, I don't, I don't ever see another adept, us covering another adaptation of this without, you know, at least in the next few years. So it's, it's kind of exciting to do this, even though, uh, like I went through the, the original secret wars, the one with, um, mm-hmm. like, cause when I was reading my X-Men run with, uh, and like where Colossus falls in love with that random alien and like just basically ditches, uh, Kitty Pryde, yeah. like on an alien space planet, and, like later on Wolverine and beast have to sit him down and be like, yo dude, that was not cool. What you did to Kitty yeah. Pryde. <laughs> <laughs> it was secret wars. I do what I want during secret wars. <laughs> the se- <laughs> what do you do on alien planet stays on alien it planet. Stays on the planet <laughs> <laughs> the secret fall is a secret for a reason. I turned him into Dracula there. It's fine. So that was <laughs> it's a secret here. That's all that matters. He, yeah, he, he does. You know, the the he's probably since he's related to Rasputin, the Mad Monk. I couldn't be surprised with some Dracula DNA in there. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't read the original Secret Wars. I just know what happens in it. Okay. Um, I know that like uh, it's all about this Beyonder character who was uh, like a gym shooter creation who is like such a mary sue like let's let's bring in a character who's stronger than all of the marvel heroes and then uh, i know that in secret wars 2 which is supposed to be the really bad one he like comes to earth and does a whole lot of like what do earthlings call pizza you know kind of kind of nonsense storylines <laughs> oh lord and uh yeah but it's it, they're not well regarded comics like secret wars 1 people have affection for because there was a line of toys like the big 70s marvel toys were secret wars toys mm. and they they own like they're 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 pretty rad looking and two, because uh, the things that came from it. So the most important thing is this is where Venom is from. It's from Secret Wars. Uh, in the comics, but not in the cartoon. <laughs> but not in the cartoons, which seems, I think, only because they had already dealt with Venom. Like, their their treatment of Venom in this cartoon was that um, Spider-Man was an astronaut, and he brought it back from the moon. <laughs> which, <laughs> that happens in yeah. season one. So, like, that's a, that's a high bar to... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to get to, uh, really going to be interested to see to eventually cover that one day. Um, uh, did you what? Did you read any of the most recent Secret Wars with all of the spinoff books? No, this was two years ago, I think, maybe three years ago. I haven't. I haven't been current on comics in forever. There's mm-hmm. a comics podcast I listen to where I kind of keep abreast of some of the stuff, um, but that, that doesn't come out very often because both the people have kids uh, who do the show. So like. I know. I know that like every all the worlds got split into different worlds. So there was like Doom World and, mm-hmm. and Hulk World and and then some of those were based on alternate realities from the comics. You know, so there was like a, a apocalypse like twenty you know, Age of Apocalypse World and a twenty ninety nine world. I know that basically. So um, a, a couple of those that I, I just want to bring up because they're specifically X Men related is that they did a uh I want to say like a 98 X-Men thing, mm. which was basically like a continuation of the animated series where it was written within that same um, kind of vibe. And I believe it was written by that Chris Simmons guy who did the animated yeah. series like write-ups for a long time. Like we've mentioned him on the show a couple of times. Um, yeah. 
and then uh one of my one of my favorite ones was zombie world because marvel has their like marvel zombie thing and uh it was just an entire planet with like just filled with superhero zombies and then uh one giant wall protecting what was left and it was agent brand was in the lead of like the wall and her like right-hand assistant was cyclops and he was just totally in love with agent brand and for some reason it just worked like the whole thing fucking worked in a way that i I can't believe uh and then throughout all of them at least all the ones that i read there was something called the thor core um which was which was i'm not i'm not making that up dude like storm was thor it just sounds there was a there there was a frog thor which i know is from the comics i can't remember his name rabbit thor or whatever Um, he's just he's just it was thor as a frog yeah, he doesn't have a specific name. It was just like when Thor happened to turn into a frog. <laughs> so, but they were like the they were like Doctor Doom's police force. Like that was that was it was fucking wild, dude. Some of that stuff was really interesting. I like the idea of the Thor core. Yeah, Thor core was was really the, fun. Uh, uh, mostly because I'm simple and I like rhymes. <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you pronounce it Thor corpse like I did for a little while. Yeah, the, that's that's a totally Thor's different corpse. thing. Yeah, the, the uh, Thor Thor's corpse. The um those uh those those Marvel zombie books like I read the the first couple series of those mm-hmm. it was like during a, a prime comic reading time for me and they were better than you might expect yeah I had fun with them I didn't keep up with them or yeah. anything but I read like those first two series or whatever and was like oh this is this is kind of fun like and it was before I think I got burnt out on zombies like I'm kind of not done with zombies but like I just every like I just don't have a drive for you know fast undead creature running after me or anything like that so yeah. Can can I? I know that we're real digression heavy so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I can I go into one one final digression here before we get into the secret wars? Just out of curiosity, what the fuck would you do if I said no? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think like, <laughs> what you'd be like. Well, fuck you. I'm gonna t- say it anyway. I'm gonna talk over you, Jeremy. <laughs> it would just be like a kind of a weird episode where you did most of the talking uh, for the rest of it. <laughs> you, you were just chastised for the next hour. Or so. Yeah, just like I'd go to my kennel. I guess I, I don't <laughs> go to the Avon Zone or wherever you want to. Um, I, I think that like if if uh, so I I can't I don't necessarily know what I'd do if you said that if if it was me and Cole Cole would say uh, he'd be like actually like I got, I really got to get going mm-hmm. you know um can we you know and I'd be like okay and then we'd edit that part out but that's not how we work like we wouldn't edit that out so it's uh I don't know <laughs> good thing you didn't um I'll try to make it quick uh, yeah so uh I was I was over at a lady's house and we were looking for something to watch and we watched a little bit on Netflix of the show called The Rain okay do you know about this thing I only know this from your like kind of weirdly cryptic tweets about it so so explain okay. to me what this is it's it is uh it's the first like Netflix show made in conjunction with Denmark. And it's an entirely, you know, Denmark cast and such. And it's atrocious. Like it's one of the worst shows I've seen that got lit on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched four. I didn't watch the whole thing. There's eight episodes. I watched four of them though. Uh, and it is, the idea is there's a virus in the rain. Um, you know, so everyone's very scared of the rain. This little girl and, uh, this, you know, this family goes into a bunker. The two parents die and it's a, a teen girl and her little brother. And then they wait five years and then leave the bunker. So it's this this post apocalyptic thing with like there's like a, a group of scavengers and stuff like that, but it is uh it's so bad and everyone is so non photogenic. Hmm. Like again, I just got very used to like just people, you know, people on TV are like TV beautiful. Oh, you I know, gotcha. and just no matter who, like just no like, matter who they are. This is like American Home Videos level of people on TV. Yes. Okay. There's a dude on that show that like just looks so fucking weird. Like he's got weird translucent skin. Like he looks sick. 
you know, it's just like, it just, it's really strange. Everyone is like that. Even like the leads, you know, like all look like, you know, like, oh, this person looks okay, you know, but nobody looks like television good. And it's really strange to see and not worth seeing because it's an extremely bad show. <laughs> it's, it's real, real dumb. <laughs> good to know. Um, but nobody, I'll, uh, I, I never heard of it before. And like, yeah. nobody knows about the rain. I'm just stuck in this weird rain, uh, purgatory where nobody can talk to me about rain, you know? It's like, uh, I, th- I think that the, the girl who I watch it with kept watching it. So I can talk to her and learn about what happens more later in the rain. But man, the virus being in the about, rain, it yeah. seems like one of those things like, um, like a good pitch that once you actually start like thinking about it at all, you'd be like, eh, wait a minute, it, <laughs> this doesn't really make it, sense. <laughs> before, before they even showed us the consequence of the rain, the, when they were going into the bunker, a lot of the initial shots were like extremely slow motion shots of raindrops hitting leaves. <laughs> and when they hit the leaf is like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just fucking rain like nobody can, like it's so hard to care about any of it was uh, uh was david attenborough like narrating it <laughs> like the, the, and, and here you will see the, the rain drop hit the it leaf. Was, it's not an area but nobody ever stops talking and they all have uh you know uh name you know names from from that kind of that kind of zone so like everyone you know the little boy in its name is rasmus and uh when he's a little kid he has a real weird gross look to him too and then he kind of grows up and it gets better but everyone is just like you must take care of rasmus rasmus like everyone's talking about rasmus all the time whenever rasmus isn't being discussed to make sure somebody brings up rasmus it's that kind of thing <laughs> uh it's 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 real real dumb uh and nobody should watch it so that, that's 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 my PSA. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, you've no been uh, champing at the bit to to get that one out because I'm just reading your Twitter. You've been like, I just got to tell somebody about this goddamn show. No, nobody knows about the rain. <laughs> like, it's it, it just it, I don't know how to how to watch four episodes of a bad TV show without turning it into some kind of content. Like I I, I earned this, you know. I turned <laughs> it to airtime. Like I suffered through that show. Uh, but the nice thing is, after that, she was like, "Hey, you've never seen Orange Is the New Black." I'm like, "No." And then we started watching that, and like I never seen that show and that show's good as hell yeah that, so. fir- that first season's really good uh i probably wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't bother trying to get past well i guess the second season's oh. okay but yeah it, it's it's good to know that it gets bad and at least initially like it's it's super good did you ever watch so. um i can't remember the that cr- show creator's name but uh, she also created weeds which uh, i did not watch weeds all about that um suburban housewife selling weed and uh boy that show goes to some pretty terrible and thinking back on it like really weird fucked up kind of kind of places so mm. 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 I don't know. Um, so Spider Man kind of places, yeah. Um, <laughs> fucked up his place. Uh, season five, episode nine. So we've jumped ahead quite a bit. Uh, this originally aired on November seventh, nineteen ninety seven. This is called Secret Wars, chapter one: The Arrival. Madam Web brings Spider Man to meet her. Ma- <laughs> I read this as hamster on accident. <laughs> Madam Web brings Spider Man to meet her. Meet her hamster, the Beyonder, <laughs> who is preparing to put Spider Man to the ultimate test. He sends Dr. Octopus, Dr. Doom, Smythe, we love Smythe, Red Skull, and the Lizard off to destroy a peaceful planet and leave Spider-Man to save it with his own selective team. Selective is not the right word there. I am um, um, very weirded out by the Midnight Calling. I, I guess maybe this is something in my mind. I always called Lizard Lizard Man and not just the Lizard. Hmm. The Lizard sounds makes this dude sound way worse. Like, it just makes him sound like a giant lizard. Because Lizard Man definitely gets at that, like, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing that happens with the Lizard Man. Is he just called the Lizard I, in the comics? Am I inventing he, stuff He's now? always just been the Lizard. Weird, man. You, you definitely fucking... dreamed it. Like, you had another one of your spider dreams. Did you? And, and you, did you made up cooler Shaq names. was in a movie called The Wizard? And he was a magician? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Um... 
<laughs> but yeah, you, you're definitely making up cooler names for Spider-Man villains. Yeah, obviously I'm, I am doing that. So uh, we we get no introduction to Madam Web. Presumably, the first nine episodes of season five or the first four seasons preceding it are explaining who Madam Web is. I kind of can't tell you much about Madam Web. I feel like this was like after my time that I kind of got out of comic books or something. Like I vaguely know she's like a, there's a spider totem maybe, and like yeah. you, you, people have actual spider stuff, and there's a planet full of spider men that are one's also yeah. a pig. Uh, it, it, it's a it's it's none of the stuff that i like about spider-man yeah. like there, there's a there's a jam straczynski run that was like contemporary with me when i was reading comics that i read a little bit about that was all about spider-man actually like worshiping at the totem of the spider you know bullshit uh things i think madam web came before that though and Ma- madam web is just like a like a cosmic fate spinner but specific to spider-man it's not like madam web is showing up in the avengers you know I mean, why would she? There's no. Well, I guess you know. Uh, There's no webs. Jessica Spider Woman was over there for a little while, so maybe, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe she could go fuck with the Avengers for us a little bit. Who knows? Marvel villains are I pretty much know. interchangeable for the most part. Like you could just get, assign I, them to one another. And, well, she's not a villain. She's kind of like a like a Yoda, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi guide character mm. for some reason. So, uh, so lots of shitty CGI is what I'm hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we're we're gonna get that. So, um. Yeah, and, and and way older than I thought. Like I thought, Madam, because Madam Web came back mm-hmm. during the comics I read, but Madam Web was created in 1980. Oh, so, weird! See, I did not know that. Like, yeah, but Madam Web is as old as I am. <laughs> so <laughs> she looks a lot older in this in this one, where uh, she's basically brought. Like we kind of crash into this opening, which makes me think that we've like we we have been building up to this for a while because Spider Man is just like coming through this weird like hypno tunnel, and she's paralyzed him to send him to the beyonder and uh the beyonder just explains things for like 45 minutes it feels like he just like i'm a cosmic (laughs) being i can create everything that i want to uh i i've scoured the universe and earth is the only planet that has a concept of good and evil and i'm like that's immediately not true that's immediately not true (laughs) like so many aliens have the concept of good and evil that we've already met beyond her like the shiar just hand over to the shiar and they're just like shaking their head (laughs) it's like that beyonder is back on his back on his bullshit again i guess yeah the uh yeah or or uh you know just over to the moon you know and then like black bulk and maximus are just there and it's like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are we man <laughs> like outside of the um, comic book panel one of the watchers just peeks his head in and it's like excuse me i know i'm not supposed to interfere but i cannot let this go <laughs> yeah <laughs> the stand be beyonder who are you? Oh, think of me as one from beyond. Call me the beyonder. Call me the beyonder. Okay. And we have to talk about this guy's costume for a little bit, too, because in the comics, he has a cool, like, I mean, not cool, but he's like a cool one-piece jumpsuit thing. He looks like he's about to go play tennis at an indoor facility uh, in the comics. Here, they give him, uh, like, the, you know, just armor, like plated silver armor, which is kind of weird. Like, I don't know why the guy needs armor, but he's got some real fucking wild hair and facial hair going on yeah start start at the top where he's kind of got like the mini wolverine ears happening with his hair <laughs> he's, got, he's got he's got a he's got a, a mullet with horns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like weirdly enough and then so he's got that at the top like two little things and then two long sideburns that are not attached to his face like it's just like the hair falls down in sideburn patterns but it, it dangles mm-hmm. like a fu manchu mustache but on his on sideburns and then he's got like a real, real thick, very tall goatee, yeah. like Van Dyke. How tall is this dude's face? Like, do you know when you get on that I, on that Dark Souls slider and like, why can I adjust yeah. the height of my face? Like, that seems weird. <laughs> All the way, 
Like this guy, this guy's full monster factory and he doesn't have any hair on his chest at all, which, you know, is fine. Like you could, you know, not everyone grows hair on their chest, but this guy's obviously like a super hairy dude. I just imagine the beyonder shaving his chest, you know, I'm just, uh, seem, seem, I promise I'm not going to make this joke every time it comes up, but like, do you just think he's beyond chest hair at this point? <laughs> he's left that behind. He's just, there, there's a, there's a floating animate, like body hair, you know, just the body. You know how, like sometimes when yeah. somebody turns into a, like a skeleton, like their skin will go away and they're just muscles. Yes. You absolutely. know, and then that'll go away and they're just a nervous system. Like just the body hair of a human is walking around the behinders, uh, home planet. Um, he looks kind of like Mr. Sinister too. He does. Yeah. Like he's got the, the glowing eyes and stuff like a uh, real goofy looking dude. Uh, so he says, you know, he's found this perfect planet that has no concept. As we mentioned, it's filled with just like peaceful, you know, <laughs> you've got the notes as Smurfs or something. And pretty much they're just like, you know, weird little blue aliens, uh, you know, who are real happy. They don't look like they're from this TV show or this universe. And this whole montage um, is, is like them outside in fields, you know, little children Smurfs playing with the, with the toys and like, you know, adult Smurfs is going about their lives. Obviously have still have jobs, which means capitalism exists. Which yeah, means that it's not actually truly not good. Well, There's definitely one, some one of the things we've <laughs> we've learned from the the Marvel animated universe of the '90s is that the absolute ideal. You know, we learned this from the Phalanx. Is just people <laughs> yeah. walking around being mailmen and shit. <laughs> that's that's, that's as, as platonic as it can get. The best thing that a man can do is an eight to five. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And unpaid lunch. Um. The, uh, so the Bounder says, I'm going to introduce these guys to evil by creating this evil team. I'm going to take the most evil people from your Earth and uh, and send them there. So we get this like sizzle reel of people, uh, him recruiting people. Um, you know, So he gets Dr. Octopus. Dr. Octopus is robbing a bank. Um, Dr. Doom, some guy with a bazooka and a mask is already fighting, has stuck his way into Latveria. We don't know who this is. It's a whole different plot. Uh, but Dr. Doom uh, banishes him. He gets uh, absorbed back. Alistair Smythe looks uh, looks down on his dad, then gets teleported away. Uh, the lizard is uh, just doing science. It's and then a uh, red skull, and he kind of says that like these are different types of evil. Mm-hmm. Like this is the evil of greed. This is the evil of pure evil. This is the evil that's misguided. You know. Yeah. And that almost makes sense. I don't know how these necessarily like. I don't think these all fit in as well as he thinks they do. Yeah, I don't. But I, but, but also, it, re- it really doesn't matter. Like they're just p- trying to pick five villains. Um, yeah. I, and like the funny thing here is like he sends them. He you see them teleporting each one onto uh, Smurf Planet on Planet Good or whatever you want to call it. And uh, as soon as they appear, they just all immediately they, start blasting it. shit. Like and they, I, they don't even question it. Yeah. Later on, when it's the heroes incredible. show up, they, all they do is ask questions to Spider Man about like, why am I here? What's going on? What's happening? What is this weird chessboard doing here? But in, in, the yeah. the villains are just like, oh, is that a bank or is that like just some sort of weird marble blue building? The, boom, 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 dead. The, like some of them, like you know, uh, uh, Red Skull almost gets hit by an airplane that's landing, and he just kind of goes, "What the hell?" But Doctor Octopus immediately picks up a car and throws it. <laughs> uh, like, it's incredible. It's a flying car, Jeremy. Like it's, it's a hover car, and he immediately just picks it up with his fucking tentacles and tosses it. Not even like, like this is their first reaction to being put in a, in a, in a weird situation. Is just any situation evil? Do crimes. <laughs> They're, they're yeah. going to set up a protection racket. This is what's going to happen. I don't really so know good. you, but I'm worried about the, you know, somebody could come by here and take all your stuff. You better pay me to protect you. Uh, it's so good. 
the Beyonder then Love speeds it. time up so that it like they can just sk- basically skip a year and uh, and then shows Spider-Man the results uh, and then it, we we see that all five villains have kind of set up like different areas of this planet which is now like a smoking hole in the ground essentially there's yeah there's new uh, Latvia let wait am I saying that right Octavia uh, there's Octavia yeah. there's you know all, so all these villains have kind of set up their own little fiefdoms. lizard land <laughs> lizard <Yeah>. land <laughs> Smytheville. <laughs> 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 I know. I think Smythe just gets to live in in uh, Red Skull Land, I, or I don't think Smythe gets his own town. Sadly, Red Skull um, Island. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, so uh, Beyonder says, you know, Spider Man, you're the one to choose. Madam Web is kind of advocating for him here too, which again, I don't really know what her deal is. Um, but uh, Spider Man teleports, or Beyonder teleports Spider Man to like uh, a zone, like a, like a little lab on the planet. Yeah, this in is a hidden place, presumably. This is a PVE zone. PVP is not enabled in this zone right now. So yeah, it's safe. <laughs> yeah, to a landing island. He's instanced. And then uh, they show him the chessboard with all the villains. Yeah, get, get and, your party uh, together. Then he says, yeah, you have a teleporter. You get to pick your team. And he immediately, he wastes four slots on the Fantastic Four. Because uh, the teleporter only has so much power. So he gets a whole team, you know. Yeah, he's putting together his build like he's playing Warhammer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So then we get the sizzle reel for the heroes of, of these different things. And like, if you were just watching this cartoon, you know, I imagine this kind of being fucking awesome. Cause I don't know if the fantastic four have shown up before, you know, but if not, like this is pretty cool. And he alludes to Iron Man having a history with them. So I assume Iron Man has guessed it before. Yeah. They, they treat uh, but, fantastic four as totally new. Just like captain America. He was like, Oh, there's a, there can only be one guy to kill him. Captain America it has to or kill. Whoops. Kill red skull. Yeah. And it has to yeah. be captain America. So bring him aboard too. And, we get um, a little bit of an origin story for both Captain America and Fantastic Four throughout this this trilogy. So I'm, ass- but we don't get that for Iron Man. So I'm assuming that Iron Man. We've already talked about Tony Stark's weird heart. So yeah, yeah, I think so. It's pretty cool though. I like seeing these little little cartoons that show their origin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, uh, Reed Richards is uh, extremely Cam Clark uh, doing the voice acting. So it's the generic Leonardo voice. That, uh, uh, I've heard like a billion times. I've really despised Captain America's voice in this. Uh, I, I really don't yeah. like it. And uh, and and things voice with the weird uh, New York accent thing that where this dude has definitely never been to New York before, but was like shown taxi as a kid or maybe and and tried to do that. Like I, I don't. I just a lot of the voice acting misses me on this. In this, yeah. Um, when he goes through, when he eventually gets to, so he gets those chooses all those people right away. When he decides he wants an X-Men, uh, he flips through all the X-Men individually. And for a second, like the, the you know, he shows Gambit and I was just like, this, this would be so very different <laughs> if like Gambit showed up. Like I w- would have loved it. Like how often, how quick would he have a Smurf bride, you know? Oh, like it, pretty quick. Instantly. Yeah. He, he yeah. would probably just marry Dr. Octopus. Like, you know, <laughs> the same way, like when Dr. Octopus lands on the planet and throws a car, like Gambit lands on the planet and immediately like, just like runs towards a club, like spraying Dracar Noir <laughs> on his neck. You know, just like without even waiting, like one beat. What's your local version of Axe? <laughs> <laughs> Where can I get it? Look, luckily, I brought my own shit. And he, he like just, has a bandolier of, and of just Axe. He just runs to a club and goes to the bathroom and pulls whatever like weird ass cologne that's in the bathroom. That comes out of the condom machine? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> in every planet I've ever been in, they've always had the same stuff. <laughs> they, they always have this machine. They're always there for when Gambit need it. French pleasures. Um, <laughs> he eventually chooses Storm because, uh, like, she's 
she I think he even has a line read here where he's like because she's she's so powerful she has the power to control the elements like electricity and you know I know yeah. I know like functionally <laughs> I, I know like I'm not going to get into this very far but like she's a weather witch like I know that weather includes lightning yeah. blah 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 but like still like it's just a weird thing to say like I, yeah it's a it's of course you know, it's just foreshadowing for the kids exactly that yeah. she's going to end up using electricity um. um. So they they sh- everyone yeah. shows up and is in the same room and then uh, of course because it's a it's a superhero team up everybody has to fight one another. Um, Fantastic yeah. Four is surprised that they're there uh, and it just instantly dissolves into a, a full on fist fight until uh, Lizard shows up who I've helpfully called Lizard Man throughout my notes. So enjoy that, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite it's quite right. Um, Lizard Man shows up um, and then they they work they come together to subdue Lizard Man. Uh, lizard man is making a good fucking show of this. Yeah. Uh, AKA the lizard. You got me doing it. I know. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> We're going to incept this whole fucking universe. Like I'm fucking excited about it. Um, but the lizard's making a really good show of it. Standing up to the, the, all of the fantastic four and like the thing, you know, just punking the thing, uh, you know, just for being a guy who has like moderately greater strength than a human. Mm-hmm. So pretty, pretty weird. <laughs> and a eventually tail. his superpower yeah. is tail. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's got that began with superpower. Um, the, the, uh, so they, uh, they eventually, you know, start fighting the, the lizard, uh, they subdue him. Spider-Man explains what's going on. Uh, and they're like, you know, you teleport us here. You must be the bad guy, especially the fantastic four. The fantastic four are extremely skeptical. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because they are the people who have the most experience with different universes and shit. And, uh, while they're having this conversation, the, the, uh, the lizard gets away. I'm bring, I'm reclaiming it. The lizard gets away. <laughs> good good luck because it's all over these yeah. notes. Um, so th- at this point they uh, they kind of chase the lizard down, and uh, this is going to be the first instance we find of like when they go outside into this hostile planet where now they're just like robotic sandworms from Dune just yeah. running around everywhere yep. that are like horned and have laser beams. And I don't know what it is about this show. We kind of saw this a little bit with um, the first two Spider Man episodes we did where uh, that scientist turned into a, a giant, uh, you know. King Kong, basically, at the end. Like, the Spider-Man animated series really loves to have a giant monster for people to beat up on, or several giant monsters. It's also, like, did did the Red Skull bring these? Like, how, how, did, how did a year of Dr. Octopus being on your planet create this? You know? I, and they, they do something to explain this later, because, like, uh, most Does of the... Smythe? Most of the next episode is all about, like, restoring the shield that keeps these things out, but, like, apparently the, the populace had figured out how to do this, but it required a constant stream of energy, which the, the villains yeah, oh, stole yeah, yeah. or something, so, yeah. That's, yeah, good, that's good nice. thing we've got Storm. Yeah, so. yeah, thank God we have yeah, somebody yeah. that has controls the element of electricity, so... Yeah, the element of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, pretty cool fight, though, with the, the, these big things, with lots of superheroes doing lots of cool shit yeah uh, here i'm into this you know yeah yeah um you know and and i do you know fighting these giant monsters it's not my favorite they wouldn't be like my first choice for things but it's a nice change of pace i think Mm -hmm. um you know as opposed to just the the one-on-ones that we're used to yeah and we have to have a fight like this is a saturday morning cartoon we have to we were required we we spent the entire like 40 minutes on exposition (laughs) and origin stories up until this point we explained Um, the beyonder by saying hi i'm from beyond they call me the beyonder yeah Yeah. (laughs) here's some cg uh, asteroids for Hey, hey Gary, I was seconds. I was born in Baton Rouge. They call me the Baton Rouger. <laughs> Baton Rouger. <laughs> um, so they, uh, they Spider Man is really advocating for the lizard. Like, hey, actually, this guy's my friend. We have to get him back. You know, believe it or not, you know he's. And again, they're doing the thing that always happens. These where like superhero, like I was bombarded by cosmic rays and t- can turn invisible. 
but I can't believe something as wild as a lycanthrop lizard. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone is, is always skeptical about stuff as if they don't live really, really amazing weirdo sci-fi lives. Um, they get him back in. Sue shields the lab, but the worms are still kind of pounding on it. And uh, then we get the nerd squad. Uh, Reed Richards and Spider-Man figure out that the lab is actually a, a force field that ran out of juice. So they get Storm to charge it up uh, immediately and finally justifying herself. Uh, and once she does, the worms take off. Yeah. And if you guys like Storm, uh, see in two episodes. She's not going to have a lot back, to do. Uh, mostly through, through a, a comm screen. <laughs> uh, we mostly talk to her through a phone. So it's the... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of um, like County Deadpool yeah. in the MCU because he like you know has hung out with the Wolverine one time and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they get this force field up. Um, at this point, Mister Fantastic wakes up uh, the lizard, but you know through some science bullshit that I'm not going to repeat here, uh, figures out how to restore Doctor Connor's consciousness to the lizard. So now we have like normal Doctor Connor, but uh, instead of missing the arm and looking human, he's got an extra tail and it looks like a lizard. So yeah, okay. but he's he's a nerd. You know, science nerd as as we as we want, and uh, Spider Man gives a speech because uh, this this whole thing is based around Spider Man leading this team to victory. So the Beyonders challenge is like, hey, I've picked my bad guys; they've destroyed this this planet. You need to pick your good guys and lead them to victory. Like they're really heavily relying on this, like Spider Man. You need to be a leader thing. So he gives this whole speech about, I want you to join me, and we're gonna, you know kill the bat or no we can't do that like he's very kind of nervous about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me rewind for a minute uh can i take that again captain america um yeah. but he gives a whole speech and everybody joins up like the fantastic four i think are the last holdouts and they're like yeah we'll do it and then everybody's on board yep and uh, uh they're being watched by by madam webb and the beyonder uh and they're seeing him play his superhero chess his with with six pieces on each side where they don't have to actually be on uh you know in individual squares I'm looking at the chess chessboard. They have six pieces on each side. And there are five spaces, <laughs> so it is uh, some some real goofy uh, goofy Smurf chess. What do you uh, like looking at that chessboard? Like, which one do you think is the queen? Like, oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is the most yeah. powerful uh, powerful you know, piece character on the or yeah piece on the board? Because yeah. they're all just like different pieces of you know they're super, they're all just different characters. So like, even when they do themed chess, Doctor Doom on the other side. Oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, on, on this side, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They, 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 I think it's just, it's not going to be a thing. The, um, and Spider-Man confesses to his lizard friend that he's worried about being a leader. And then the episode kind of ends on just that note. Like, it's kind of strange. It's real setup-y. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, man, that feels like a really brief episode. Like, it feels like we, we blitzed through that. But, like, there's not much, because it was all exposition. Like, it was all kind of setup. And now, I guess I'm just going to wait another week to watch the second part. Because that's what happens with Saturday morning cartoons. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it's, it's just, you know, it's a gathering of the team, which is a thing that's a uh, superhero, like, comic book tradition. It makes a lot more sense in, in a comic book context. You know, in a cartoon, it feels a little bit more wasted, mm-hmm. you know, wasteful. Um, a week later, November 14th, 1997, we get Secret Wars Chapter 2, The Gauntlet of the Red Skull. Uh, Spider-Man and his team plan to infiltrate the Red Skull's base along with a group of freedom fighters from the destroyed planet. So uh, this one opens with like a completely different characters, plot, villain, to the point that I had to rewind it and make sure it said Secret Wars yeah. Chapter 2 at the beginning. Because this was so... Did this catch you off guard? Yeah, because I remember I, I thought there were more secret wars to this because this whole thing, like, kind of is, is is a nothing. <laughs> like, he goes he, like totally different characters, and I thought we were going to at least have a chapter for each of these villains. 
but we get two of we get one putting them together and then we get a red skull chapter and we get a doctor doom chapter and the doctor doom chapter is pretty much a fantastic four story mm-hmm. where where spider-man doesn't need to be here and then that's it that's it for the the secret wars and we spend some time with blade in this one and there's a long subplot about the black cat wanting to have sex with captain america mm-hmm. and like, vice versa. it's yeah, very very strange they are both hot for each other yeah yeah for sure um it's it's just very strange like we even begin like this so this episode even begins so when you talk about just putting us off you know off off our game it begins with morbius flying into a castle and then somebody driving a motorcycle up over a wall uh it's blade chasing morbius the living vampire or mobius the the living vampire mm-hmm. i think it actually is morbius it could be morbius but, yeah i don't i, I couldn't yeah. remember and i'm obviously terrible with names so yeah and uh blade boy yes morbius. um do you think that the animators did not know that blade was black <laughs> and i don't know man <laughs> the colorist did because blade in this cartoon is extremely off model he um, he is all, and I, i'm look actually just to google image search and uh like there's times where he apparently shows up as kind of looking black and then times where he just looks like a white dude so i'm kind of thinking that yeah. maybe at some point during the series that, that different people <laughs> have, have worked on this because wow <laughs> that's what they mean by him being the daywalker is he just switches between the different modes you know like he, he can he can literally just change like it's it's extremely weird like it, it is very off model blade they're at blade's mom's house so again like we were just on a on a Smurf planet talking about giant <laughs> lizards. Now we're in Blade's mom's house. Why are we at Blade's uh, mom's house? What is going on? Why does she have a castle? Weird. What is happening? I don't remember anything about Blade. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I know. I mean, most of the Blade stuff I know is from the movies. And like, I talked about this, but like, boy, I want to get to those movies at some point. I, I have great affection for those Blade movies. Um. I think Wesley Snipes does a good job. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm into um, it. I feel, I feel like the yeah. the third one, uh, maybe even the second one too, gets bad in a real funny way. So like maybe they'd be entertaining to do. I think the the third one is by far the the goofy, like the fun bad one. Mm-hmm. The second one is legit pretty good. Oh, maybe I just want to like if, then. yeah, like the the second Blade movie is is real fun and good. So, um, so there's there's all this stuff that, again. Like it, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it does it truly does not matter. It's this like Blade subplot that we're not getting again. How about how this cartoon? has longer more running you know subplots which is great i guess the the most important thing here is the black cat black cat shows up and is helping out blade and uh gets disappeared like she gets dissolved and then shows up in spider-man's teleporter yeah and she's really upset about this yeah she 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 was doing something she didn't want to get teleported here um captain america shows up and kind of starts you know admonishing her about it um, and they kind of do some saber rattling that will lead to the beginning of their sexual tension eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is good, I guess. Like, it's nice that, you know, Captain America gets to bone down with somebody. Um, I, I think the a black cat though, I think that's just a very weird match. It's a weird match. You know? She's going to eventually explain. And we, I mean, we can, I'll just do it now so we don't have to get into it later. But like she, she explains it like the only reason she has superpowers is because uh, her dad was trying to replicate uh, the super soldier serum. So like they're kind of like, you know, not brothers and sisters, but they have like a similar like power set, right? They're, they're both super strong or whatever. So I imagine it's like uh, when Jessica Jones met Luke Cage and they were like, oh, finally, there's someone I can bone that can stand up to all of my superpower bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to be I don't have to be careful with this person because he's indestructible. The so this I meant to look this up, and and this is a real a real failure on my my part. To, to be fair to us, like I thought we were 
we changed our recording schedule a bunch mm-hmm. for this to be to be fair to me. But I was going to look it up and see if that's actually a black cat's power because I feel like it's not. I don't. I definitely don't think it is. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it, I forgot to look it up too, but I definitely don't remember that from the comic books. Like I, I thought, I thought she was just like pretty agile, and then had like some kind of luck power where like things fell into place for her. Mm-hmm. I think I think was was the idea behind Black Cat's power. So her being a super soldier, you know, I, I could be wrong about this, and this could also be something that was true in the nineties and got retconned. Um, subconscious ability to affect probability fields, producing bad luck for yes. enemies. Luck. Uh, trained herself in various fighting styles and acrobatics. Yeah, I mean, like no no real like yeah. superpower here thing. So she's not a super soldier. Mm-hmm. So the uh, she has luck powers. She's got she's like negative domino. You know, like she's like bad luck domino. And I'm not going to read the uh, the other 13 articles for under <laughs> other versions. So just assume that this is the we're, we're just going to deal with 616. I'm not going to go into Howard the human version of cat. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So this this is all pretty weird, I guess. Is my point. Uh, Storm, who, you know, just really being on brand for X Men, where the X Men are trained, you know, cross trained, um, has found some local freedom fighters. Like they put her on comms, you mm-hmm. know, because any X Men can do anything. She lives with them now, and she she's in a cave talking to the rest of the heroes through a vid screen yep. for the rest of the episode. So I love it. The whole, the, the, the freedom fighters are very obnoxious. Like they're just like, you know, we're going to make our attack in 10 hours. The heroes are saying, like, hey, you know, we need more time than that uh, to kind of do this. And they say, no, you have 10 hours. And they're very pushy little Smurfs, and Storm can't do anything about it. She just kind of shrugs and is like, okay, you know, sp- I'm on their side now. I'm a freedom fighter. And Spider-Man She's just- even standing. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm watching the, the episode, and the, the freedom fighter is sassing Spider-Man. And Storm is standing behind him with her hand on her hip really sassily, like, yeah, you, you tell him, new boyfriend. Like, <laughs> you, you tell off that new Spider-Man. She's, it's like, um, oh, there'd be those guys in uh, Public Enemy who just stood behind the main guys in Public Enemy with their arms crossed. Yeah, the hype men. It's yeah, like absolutely. that. <laughs> yeah. Except it's Storm for this thing. Do you think this is uh, Storm's new Morlocks? Do you think that's what's happening here? <laughs> she's, just, she's just found she, another crew that she's she going to immediately going to duel them for, for leadership and then abandon them for 10 years. <laughs> Like, that's that's what she actually came to this planet for that's why she didn't protest when they showed up is there might be some uh some ragamuffins so this is the but, the, the first challenge that spider-man's gonna have because these these people are telling him 10 hours uh captain america's saying there's no way we could get there in 10 hours like there's just gonna be physically impossible and spider-man says yeah we can do it anyway and then um captain america kind of yells at spider-man because of this and so does black cat like everyone's kind of dogpiling on, on the spidey yeah and it's uh makes you feel kind of bad for young spidey yeah, you know, uh, Spider-Man starts talking to Black Cat, just being like, yo, I'm sorry that I, I brought you here, etc. She's still pissed. You know, I was brought without my permission, because of course, you know, she is. And Spider-Man and Black Cat are kind of boyfriend-girlfriend-y, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, they, there's romantic tension there. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I, I'm glad you have this here in the notes, too, because Captain America kind of, like, goes, hmm? <laughs> uh, there's, there's a, there's a great little, like, look with yeah, him. Yeah, it feels like he looks directly at the camera after they were trying to, like, after, after, black cat is like ah, you, you didn't even ask my permission or, or whatever it was pretty hilarious yeah um can we talk for just a second about black cat's uh amazing six-pack sure yeah i mean she's like, she's built <laughs> she's, she's extremely well, like not in the shoulders or arms like just her 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 uh her six-pack yeah weak arms strong it's, abs it's, it. don't you know that's what that's, it, how, that's how women do she only does ab day like it, it's uh <laughs> they, they keep showing her and, and she looks like um it looks like she's wearing like the punisher costume or something like that it's really intense mm-hmm. um the uh yeah so uh 
Captain America is is just saying, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. This looks like an opportunity for me, legendary poonhound Steve Rogers, to horn in on this BFGF relationship. You know, I suppose. Um, they head on their way there. On the way there, their vehicle uh, hits a stand, sandstorm. Yep. So they're lo- losing even more time. They have to walk, and there there's an avalanche that happens as well. So this is mostly about the the heroes fighting weather for most of this episode. And we finally get to uh, check in on our villains. Um, and basically, the Red Skull and Smythe are like creating all of these weird monsters. And they have contracted Dr. Octopus to come over and help with the idea that, hey, if you help me build my, my great, my, my cool monsters, then uh, I'll help you destroy Dr. Doom, who's been, you know, butting in on your territory. But instantly, Red Skull tells Smythe, like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to do that. Like, I'm just going to have him create monsters. And then, and then I'm going to go betray the yeah. Doc Ock. And then Smythe goes over to tell Doc Ock that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to betray the Red Skull to you. So, like, none of these villains are getting along with each other at all. <laughs> Smythe is really just whoever will have him at this point. <laughs> like he got picked last, clearly. <laughs> Nobody wants to look at his back. Oh my so they, god! They can't, this, uh, this dude's weird, like prehensile claw things that are just six feet long. I just this is a bad design. I don't like that. He's dude. an extremely unpleasant monster. <laughs> he really is. Um, the uh, and you you you'd think this is what they were uh, going for? Like was this idea that evil will destroy itself because they can't trust and they don't have friends? This never really gets paid off upon, though. Nope. I think that's the idea, but it doesn't really work. I also want to just uh, point out like a key, you know, key animation here is when they, cause I, you know, I have the episode on the background. I usually do when they show Smythe and a uh, red skull there, uh, Smythe presses a button, releases his uh, gigantic cyborg. He's created. And the cyborg walks out with the biggest shit eating grin I've ever seen on a robot. <laughs> like the, 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 the robot looks like he has a sister. His sister has a kid. And he just uh, asked the kid to pull his finger and then just like raunched it up. Yeah. And, the, like, and the kid is dying. The kid is having the most And the, the kid is just dying life. laughing. Yeah. All the adults hate it. They're all looking over and they're just like, Jesus Christ, dude, like we're eating. You can't do this. And the kid loves it. And that's all this uncle robot cares about. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. So uh, basically, and this is what I don't really understand because like the, the people said you had 10 hours to get here. Spidey said, we, we can definitely get there in 10 cap said, like it's going to take us 15. They've been walking for a while and like, they have to constantly stop and deal with uh, volcanoes, avalanches, <laughs> sandstorms. <laughs> At one point they have to like save everybody. Like there's a whole series of hero, saving hero, having zero saving hero, which ends up with captain America's suit, basically non-functional. Like he can't walk, which is where we get like a very brief Iron Man story. Where he's like, actually, this suit is keeping me alive if it dies if it learns out of energy it dies we should have storm yeah. charge we should have storm charge it up we're storm i don't know where did <laughs> she left she's with her new friends <laughs> yeah storms with the new superheroes yeah the, the the various blue men but despite all of this like time stuff when we get, finally get to the rebels attacking uh the red skull's base like they don't show up very late they still show up they feels like they, sh- they could have just waited the 10 minutes for spidey and crew to show up but that yeah it doesn't it doesn't feel like it goes anywhere yeah, yeah, it's 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 extremely silly as, as a thing. Um, we get an oh God, we get another. Uh, this is also where we learn about um, Black Hat and Captain America's connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get this this further flashback to both of their their origins, um, which includes uh, when when her uh, when she's there, it shows uh, Captain America just in a vat in his full uniform, like that's how he's getting his powers or something. Mm-hmm. Or it's a, no, it's a hologram, but it looks like Captain America just inside a hot tub. Uh, it's very funny. Of like green super goop. Weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not super great. Really, really weird. Um, so the heroes eventually, um, so, uh, 
as they're on their way there, Spidey's out in position. Smythe operates the Guardian Slayer. Uh, so again, he's the guy who created the Spider Slayers. Thus, he made this giant shit-eating Grinbot. Um, if, if you name something a Guardian Slayer, I want to see what the Guardians are. <laughs> like, what what were you yeah, what were you going for, Smythe? Like, who were it, you trying to kill? Should, should at least slay Guardians. <laughs> um, he uh, he activates that robot though. Um, sends it after the heroes. Mm-hmm. They manage to defeat it, but not before the villains actually see them because they've got drones. So they now know there are superheroes on this planet. Yeah, and then uh, the heroes bust into the control center, and there's like kind of a kind of a, a a very brief fight where they beat everybody up, and Red Skull escapes. And uh, the one part of the story that we didn't really talk about with uh, Black Cat is that her dad was killed by, or captured by, or maybe killed by uh, the Red Skull. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, I did not care about any of the Black Cat bullshit in this episode. <laughs> it's all made up. Like, it, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel like. I mean, like I kind of like Black Cat as a character, but this is not really her. It feels like. And uh, you know? so she, with the with the kind of history that this that she has with Red Skull, she chases after him as opposed to staying with the team, and then um, basically just immediately gets captured. So good job, Black Hat. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, um, it's yeah. at this point that Smythe uh, defects to the to the heroes, and it's basically like, "Hey, I don't care about any of this bullshit planet. I just want to go home. I have a, like this weird." kind of strange relationship with my father and i'm kind of missing that relationship my corpse yeah yeah i just need yeah, to go back I, and like stare at the grave for a while so i'm, I'm into that yeah. um and so you know and then the rebels are attacking and storm summons some wind i think she actually has a line here where she says she's going to summon the wind imagine that so yeah yeah and that, that's she's the one who beats most of the robots yes thank you thank yeah. you storm thank you for doing You're the there. battle yep the uh, the way that uh, Doctor Octopus captures Black Cat when she runs away is by sneaking in a little vent behind her and, and yes. sending his claw up to grab her ankle. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like talking to the Red Skull. It's super funny. Oh, oh, oh my god! Also, uh, when uh, they so they eventually you know they win there. Um, they they haven't captured it, but the the rebel forces have won. They show the uh, the rebel celebrating, and for a split second, Storm turns to one and like embraces him, like holds Aww. his hand, like leans in, like super sweet. She has just found a, like a new new team of of you know. This, These the, are her people now. This is my home now. I'm staying here yeah. after, after all. After the war, after the Great War, the year long war, yeah. as they'll call it, after the secret war. Yeah. <laughs> after the secret war, we'll have a secret wedding, and then <laughs> a secret reception, and then we'll have some secret kids. Ooh, that's, um, that's the best. That's the best kind of kids, Gary. To be honest with you, kids that the government don't know you got. <laughs> for, for some reason, it's, you know, it's, uh, secret weddings are very romantic, but secret kids aren't. What's up with that? <laughs> the, hardly seems fair but they uh eventually you know spider-man and cap go to rescue uh black cat specifically from uh, dr octopus and red Red skull you know pretty pretty fun pretty kinetic little fight Mm -hmm. uh there and black cat and spider-man make up yeah you know like uh hey you know uh i'm glad i got a chance to fight with you you are a good leader i don't mind that i was kidnapped against my will because this was cool and fun essentially And uh, and they and they make out for a little bit, which I was kind of not yeah. expecting in this cartoon. Like they they do a full no, on no. like kissy kissy scene, which is is kind of unusual. Yeah. And um, yep. just for good measure, we have to go check in on uh, Morbius and Blade, <laughs> who have who have <laughs> finished whatever mission that they were on that we don't talk about, <laughs> and are basically outside with Mor- Morbius saying, "I don't know where she is, Blade, but I feel that she is." safe and she will come back to us and i'm like no you don't morbius you just have a weird vampire std that's all that feeling is that is it you just have jockage and just just blade having a motorcycle that goes up mountains too i mean just like fucking sweet all this blade content is extremely weird um yeah so uh and spider-man uh at at a certain point and i think it happens a little earlier than this no Um, it it is literally the last scene (laughs) like 
<laughs> or maybe, maybe a, I'm wrong. I've got it. Yeah. yeah, no, I've got it on in the background, and and the the Morbius scene is the last scene, which is real weird. They're, they're keeping on brand with just ending on these just like dialogue notes mm. as opposed to action. But some at some point during this episode, Spider Man finds this like uh like recording device and says like he's going to log the greatest in battle battle in history, and he says like so it will not be a secret war or something like that. Like he he name checks the episode. Ah, uh, yes. He does that. Do you remember the 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 time in Metal Gear Solid Three where Snake just says, "And I will never let this gear be metal or solid." Yeah, I, I will, I will, we will not have a Metal Gear Solid Three again. <laughs> the, the, uh, the the guns of the Patriots will forever be silenced here in Metal Gear Solid Four. You will not um, shock this bio, it says Anne Rand. <laughs> I mean, uh, the other guy that's in that game. <laughs> The, uh, the, it's pretty much just Anne Rand. The, the, um, I, uh, I went to watch the, uh, the running man at a, at a thing Hell that yeah. happens in Portland. Uh, I love the running man, dude. Um, called B movie bingo. Are they doing in Portland? It's pretty fun. Like you get bingo cards and you, uh, you just, you, when, once a thing happens, like the various cliches happen, you mark them off on your cards. And if you get bingo, you get prizes and, uh, it, it's pretty cool. Um, they watch it. You watch it on like a shitty VHS print and stuff it was very fun and inspiring and good um but one of the things is like when the movie is referenced you know when people talk about it and like the running man's very easy because it happens constantly but the really fun one they do is they have, they have a blank square in the middle of the bingo thing and uh you know ordinarily in bingo that's a free square mm-hmm. but in this it's uh it's not a free square it's things that everyone agrees it's either like something so outlandish or you've never seen in another movie you know, or just like just really, really strange things that you, you don't see in, in big budget movies that would have been edited out. So it'd be, I, I've been, and I've been taking it with me because in, in the movie, like something just crazy would happen. And then somebody in the audience just like yelled like blank square uh, for it. <laughs> and I keep thinking about that when I see just like weird ass shit happen and just like, oh, that, that's blank square. You know, that, that, that definitely counts. I want to get about, can I give a quick shout out since we're at the running man? Um, yeah, yeah. Some fans of the show, uh, Amelie and Levi do a podcast called, uh, laser discotheque. And, um, mm-hmm. I've guessed it on that before. I guessed it on the, uh, get shorty episode and, uh, autumn actually guessed it on their get shorty yeah, man. T- tell me I can, uh, <laughs> we can go deep on some get shorty. I really like that movie for unknown reasons. <laughs> get shorty lore. <laughs> go deep. Um, <clears throat> and the, se- the first shorty, d- don't forget about the sequel. Got shorty. Um, is there a sequel called got shorty it's not called got, got shorty it's uh i never remember the name of the sequel shit it's it's real get, real get dumb, tolly but, uh oh. steven tyler is in is in a lot of the sequels so uh. enjoy that uh. Uh, yeah, uh. yeah 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 uh. uh but they had uh autumn guest on the running man episode so me and autumn uh. watched it the night before she recorded and uh, i just had a great time watching it. i had like the, just the opening screen of like in 2017 and like uh. oh shit you were right how did you know about all of this and then just everything that happens in that movie is insane my dude I love that movie. It's so good. Like it is so good. I want to like if if I I guarantee the guy I'm in a band with wouldn't do this, but I would love to name a band uh, Whitman Price and Haddad <laughs> uh, after at the last season's losers. Um, love those guys so much. Um, it's 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 so good. It's it's, it's so good. I mean, it's a it's a shockingly great movie because I had read the yeah. I'd seen it as a kid, but like as a kid, I would literally watch any garbage you put in front of me. I didn't care. Like I was just kind of into it, and yeah. uh, so I just kind of had vague memories of of Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. But man, like going back in in 2017 and like just like holy shit, this is 
this is great. Um, the, but, the soundtrack is really good too. The soundtrack is like a hidden MVP of that movie. Really, really good. The main theme is very good. Yeah. Go to, uh, um, go to laserdiscpod.com to check out the, the those, the, and those two people are great, by the way, they're huge fans of the show. They've told me that several times when I guess oh, there. So, well, um, so I'm sure that they're listening to us. Hi. And we can, we can move. Hello. On. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, with you in solid in running man solidarity. Sweet. Uh, with that, the, um, it made me, it made me desperately want to watch total recall again as well. Oh, I, I've, I've watched my, that are, in the last five years and that is a, as a worthy rewatch. That's my Arnold wheelhouse. Very much. So like, there's just so much, it's just this weird, it happened to me at the the right time to where I just have, have it memorized mm-hmm. to where like just lines from it will become, you know, it's not like meme is the wrong word, but they feel like memes in my head. Yeah. You know, like Whitman price and Haddad is not a meme. Um, I should work on that. You but should, it in it my head be. i just think about you know <laughs> like I, i've had like that that uh, that phrase will come up this isn't total recall again but that phrase will come up in my head like i've been i've been at a restaurant and had a plate come to me with three things on it and in my head like whitman price and Haddad about like cornbread mac salad and brisket <laughs> <laughs> cornbread mac salad and brisket last season's loses <laughs> so good Love oh it. man what uh, happened to like so, what like i feel like we've we've dropped off on like weirdly like over the top um like kind of uh just really reaching for it like rated r sci-fi that was just kind of bonkers oh, yeah. and insane like i feel like that just doesn't exist anymore since we do all we do is like pg-13 superhero movies which i also love i'm not gonna say that but yeah 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 it just feels like we don't get maybe i'm just not looking in the right spots or something but it seems like that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's definitely out of fashion now. Like every once in a while, you run it. Everything's an adaptation. So I mean, I, I know that Total Recall and, and Running Man are adaptations too, but they're like too faithful. Like you end up with like your Valerian City of a Thousand Planets and your Snowpiercers and stuff. Man, don't don't say, don't say Valerian three times, or else Will's going to get summoned from the Everything to Guppy <laughs> podcast and defend that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that dude loves Valerian. The, the, he fucking loves it, man. Of- he was like challenging me on Twitter about it. I'm like, I don't actually care enough to have this argument. Yeah. That first scene he, was he garbage. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> he was he wasn't actually mad about it. Like he, no, he no, was no, challenging. No. Like he's I, he's I, aware of it. But I'm, I'm exaggerating definitely for for effect. The, so. One of the secrets of Will Hughes is that like Will likes bad things in a way that is. Uh, Kind of, like I, mean, I feel like this is not telling tales out of school. I feel like he would, he, I would say this to his face, like that it are kind of contrarian, you know, like mm-hmm. something he just wants something to be kind of he wants something to be weird, like the worst thing something could be is predictable. He like when he watches a movie, like it's him versus the movie, and he's trying to like predict it. So if something is is kind of messy and sloppy in a way that ends up being unpredictable, that ends up being very valuable to him. So it ends up resulting in him him liking some things that are widely considered to be trash. And I think it's because they're, they're kind of messy, you know? So he's getting a little bit of that, that, you know, that slop that, uh, that you have in, Mm -hmm. in, in old, old timey things from things like Valerian. But to me, like the sheen that's put on something like that, I haven't seen Valerian, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if I fell on it closer to you than him, just because the sheen that's put on, it kind of ruins that for me. You know, like it could be a messy movie and be kind of, but he like, he loves Southland tales. Like love Southland Tales. Have you ever seen oh, Southland Tales? I, I haven't. No, I, I, but I'm kind of I'm aware of what that movie is. That's that's a. I would not have said that. I would not have thought that. Interesting. It's 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 bonkers. Like it it is like it's noteworthy, right? So like I'm with him as far as it being something that is unique, you know, and and the value that is inherent in something being unique in the world is is considerable. Uh, but it's I could I can't watch it like over and over or anything. <laughs> like it it's a, you know. 
yeah it's 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 something though it, that movie is worth watching it's one of the weirdest like it's all the worst like you're not worse but like all the actors from saturday night live who are comedy actors all cast in dramatic roles like often mm-hmm. like john lovitz is a real serious crooked cop it's fucking weird in it man. it's yeah, really not, strange i guess i'll go try this movie out i don't know that sounds crazy i'm, I'm into that if, if you want i mean it's it's not good like but if you want crazy there's there's a, like a, a full-length video for like a killer song in the middle of it that's um what's it justin timberlake and a bunch of bloody nurses uh in in a family fun center doing a video for all the things that i've done uh that that lasts as long as the song oh uh that just plop in the middle of that movie okay. like it's very weird <laughs> uh you know but it, it just it's where it falls like i think that movie is interesting but not like by, by any means good and yeah. i think the will will falls on is it's it's good because it is interesting you know and i and i look i could definitely see that perspective there's a lot of stuff that like i watch that i recognize as totally bad but like i just watch because i like to watch so yeah it's it's it's, it's totally fine to have like you know contradictory opinions to to you know most people on the internet or whatever oh, 1000 yeah. percent and I wasn't, I was just like busting I, I, Will's balls. Like I, he wasn't actually challenging me on the internet. He was just like, actually, yeah. man, you should, you should read this thing about the, the first section. I'm like, no, I'm good. I was kind of half asleep through all of it. Like I'm, yeah. it wasn't that interesting. So <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, good. We're, 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 all, we're all friends here. Like none of the, none of this is actually contentious. You know? Yeah. And I say this as probably the world's preeminent Willow fan. Like I, I understand that something doesn't have to be, you know, this is all considered to be good by the, most uh, people. The eventual uh, fighting game from duckfeed.tv where all of the hosts are going to fight each other in a 2d fighting game. Like, you know, smash brother style i will choose my champion willow off good <laughs> you might think that i choose mad Mardigan because he's the greatest swordsman that ever lived however i will choose willow off good because he has the acorns that can turn people to stone i bought uh the willow marvel comics miniseries <laughs> which i haven't read yet but it exists and i and i bought it <laughs> so yeah it's actually and, and this this is giving you a tiny bit of, of editing to do uh, actually i won't do it then i'll just tell you something off mic okay so that brings us on to um, Secret Wars. After after that digression, Secret Wars Chapter Three, uh, titled Doom. Doctor Doom absorbs the Beyonder's power and uses it to fight off Spider Man's team. That is the sveltest description we've had. It's true. Yet. Some of these uh these old you know I, I get I still a lot of this stuff from IMDb just to give it give a little bit of credit and like there's just like these one line things and you can get longer ones but the longer ones seem like they're not very funny and they just explain way too much so I'm like eh well, one sentence is fine. Yeah. And re- regardless, of which they're written by some imdb debroni sure you know so um yeah so uh <laughs> this, this typo yeah spider-man da, da lizard <laughs> <laughs> look Gary, i don't pay a lot of attention when i make these notes okay it, <laughs> it's just... quite right i just i, I lo- <laughs> like what even is a spider-man nah de lizard man <laughs> like, it's just uh, it's uh it's extremely uh good good typo so spider-man and the lizard uh initially so we get and all of these have like a previously on so you're not totally tra- uh, lost which is great mm-hmm. um spider-man and the lizard show up uh to meet the fi- the fantastic four but find this gigantic bug monster that's there like they they flew back um to from where they were and there's there's a gigantic bug thing that like kind of like what does it this looks like something from a video game i'm trying to think of what but I've, i feel like i've seen this monster before yeah, this oh. is this is a, a, you know just another example of like oh hey we're on the we're on the way to fight some villains I'm, and I'm expecting like some some real good villain fights and it's like oh no fight this weird giant monster that doesn't look like it's ever been in a Spider Man comic book before it's like a robot yeah it's like a robot spider mm-hmm. thing and it's not like a spider slayer as far as I can tell um, in order to kill it though this this gets the lizard all hot and bothered 
and starts turning him into lizard lizard brain. Yeah. The more the more that he uses lizard power, the more lizard brain that he gets. Is you know, the, all the all the power that a lizard has. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the proportional strength the proportional of a lizard. Strength of a lizard. <laughs> like, you know, like go into your, your bathroom and like the lizards like lifting up your bathroom scale and tossing it around or something like that you know or like mm-hmm. in florida you can't if you accidentally step on a li- lizard they actually push your foot back up and knock you on your back so yeah, yeah he's strong although I'll, I'll be honest with you if i ever saw a giant lizard like a, just like a person-sized lizard i would freak the fuck out like i would have oh, i sure. would run screaming I, or like a gila monster yeah, Komodo yeah. dragon. Or I, don't, something? I don't actually really like those either. Like I know people like to keep them yeah. as pets, and I'm, I'm, you do you in the privacy of your own home, man. I'm good. I'm good with it. But <laughs> whatever a person and a lizard wants to do in the privacy of your own home is none <laughs> of my business. <laughs> as long as you're getting that lizard's consent, man. I don't, I don't really care much. But uh, wow, I am not into that at all. I got, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they're cute. Like I, I'll look at videos of them, but I don't sure. want. I don't really want to be around one either. Man, I watched. Like, um, t- speaking of like weird, shitty uh, movies, I watched. Uh, uh, I think it's a movie called Stung which is where okay. humans turn into giant wasps or something. Mm. And, uh, man, you want to, you want to see some graphic, like larva laying action. That that's your jam. <laughs> that movie was weird. And gross. You know, I do. I know, I know, I know what you like, Gary Greterfield. Yeah, <laughs> we spent most of the time I was over when I visited you talking about the different kind of like my various larva fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> the larva so. love, the love alley is what we're, where yep. I took you down. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lafayette larva love alley is what we call yeah. it. You go, Wait, baby. You can turn on my larva lamp. And uh, it's a, it's a oh, my larva layer. A larva lamp is is some one of the I don't just with giant like weird technicolor larva grubs. Yeah, this is full full of grubs. Yeah, glow grubs. So they um, uh they find the let's get off this topic. Let's they find yeah. the Fantastic Four uh completely knocked out. They were um and we get like a brief scene of some Doombots ambushing them and basically just like not slaughtering these dudes but just knocking them out cold. Um and then yeah for some reason I, they they are uh, they're in the Fantastic Car. Sure. When yeah, they, they when brought, they get they, ambushed, they, so they they, <laughs> yeah, they they brought their branded uh, flying jet. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, mm-hmm. um, so um, but yeah, they've been they've been ambushed and Ben got kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, only Ben. Um, they did, he didn't kidnap yeah. any of the other ones, which is which is kind of weird for Doom. So yeah, um, the team you know run, finds their vehicle and they're gonna like we need to go rescue Ben um, from New Latveria now. This has very little to do with the macro plot of the Secret Wars. And this is the end of the Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah. So the two things Spider-Man had to do to prove that he's a good person was, uh, you know, not really defeat the Red Skull. Like, I feel like those guys kind of got away. Same. And uh, and then do this little business here with Doom. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's pretty silly um, as a thing. And this is this is just a straight up Fantastic Four story. Like and it is playing in tropes that they've done many times in the comics. Yeah, to the point where um, you know Reed is yelling at Spider Man about like, "Hey, well, we have to go find our friend," and we get like a whole origin story about how Reed feels guilty because everybody got cool superpowers except for Ben, who got turned into a rock monster, and they decided to make up that to that form by calling him the Thing all the time. <laughs> what Which, up, the Thing? Excuse me. <laughs> Again, I, I know I've I know I've said this a lot of times, but man, my name is Mister Fantastic, and your name is the Thing, and that would be the end yeah. of our superhero relationship. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go join the X Men where they name us cool stuff. <laughs> I'm not gonna be, gonna I'm be gonna like, be no go called they, Rock Colossus yeah, with they, the X Men. They, they have a guy who looks exactly like me, and they call him Rock Slide. So, um, the uh, 
but um th- this uh, this whole thing about reed not being able to fix ben back uh has has been like a weird thing that the fantastic four has been trucking with since it started off like him feeling guilty but he can also do like almost anything mm-hmm. and he's never solved it and like other people solve it on the regular that's going to be the plot of this episode spoiler um but it feels like other people figure it out all the time and reed richard just can't so there's every once in a while they've kind of made a nod towards a story of like reed richard's not wanting to fix it because, you know, in his, you know, calculations, like, Ben Grimm can do more good, like, having his powers, you know? Um, that's really interesting. I feel like in all the times I've read Fantastic Four comics, they just switch over to a new writer before that can be followed up on. You know, I, I think that that's an interesting character thing, and it just never got resol- resolved in anything I've read. Yeah. I haven't read tons of Fantastic Four comics, but I've read read enough. I feel like so this is the, the the cartoons take on that i'm sure when we eventually do the fantastic four 90s cartoon uh there'll be an episode about that but it, cer- it will also sim- simultaneously be you know uh unresolved i certainly hope so because that seems yeah. <laughs> it seems like it'd be a fun like a fun thing to deal with like richard richard's kind of um guilt but it something doing something continuously bad and trying to make up for it yeah. all the time like that that seems like it'd be super interesting yeah like like, like uh ben Grimm always ends up with like extra desserts you know like what like herbie always gives him an extra like snack cake you know um so uh they arrive in new latveria uh and new latveria is like a paradise uh these little smurfs are running around on those old tiny bicycles with with the big first front wheel they're playing catch and stuff like that like everyone's doing really good um you know the intercoms like announces when they're gonna have like doom bingo uh everybody come over to doom's house for dinner like because one of the things that this is doing when some of the things I like about Dr. Doom is this is like, this is a very Dr. Doom way to handle this, you know, like he's, he's a villain, but he's not just pure evil. You know, he didn't just make like Octavia and just everyone has to own a bank. So Dr. Octopus can rob it. You know, it, it, it's a, he actually doesn't want to rule a smoking hole in the ground. Generally, like he has plans for power here, which we'll get to, but this feels very Dr. Doom to me. Yeah, part of his whole steez is that um, his 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 citizens generally kind of like it because he's doing yeah. a relatively good job, even if he's oppressing them at the same time. Like he's doing that that real like shitty. Um, uh, oh, what's that dude's name? Oh yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's that? What's that dude's name? <laughs> the, what, that what's guy, that cruel that, moron's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy that does this real shitty people to his constituents, shitty things to his constituents, and they just keep voting for him and agreeing with him for yeah. some reason. Um, because you know, for for lack of everything else, like at least Doctor Doom, like you, you know, if you live in Latveria, you have security. Other than the fact that the Avengers end up constantly showing up and trying to uh, trying to get in your sovereignness, um, Ben Grimm pops out, and he is not thinged up. Uh, he can transform to the thing back and forth. Doom arrives and says, listen, I'm not a tyrant. I've been saving everyone. I made these ro- robots to do all the farm work, which like, hmm. you know, let's do that. Also, I, the same technology I used on Ben Grimm, I used to, to fix my scar. Yep. Uh, cause you know, uh, Dr. Doom always had this hideously scarred face. That's why he dresses like MF Doom. Um, and the, uh, <laughs> I really like the idea that it did, <laughs> MF Doom came first in this canon. Yes. MF Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so just now Victor Von Doom just bang into MF Doom and be like, I love this dude. Oh shit, my face is fucked up. What I'm gonna do? I've got this an guy's idea. Style is so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, God, Mad Villain is such a good album, Reed. <laughs> no, it's not, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, so yeah, he's fixed his scar as well. Yeah. 
Um, and then the, these, uh, so, and he's just, you know, he says, you know, my beauty, my, my benevolence, my, you know, my, my face is as beautiful to behold as my benevolence. Like he's definitely being a little arrogant here. Uh, Reed's not falling for it. And, uh, but robots show up to pacify them. Yeah. Um, you could make your point go a longer way here. If you didn't have robots to attack somebody that just disagreed with you, (laughs) I'm just going to say that like the next time you do one of these, Victor, like maybe, maybe hold the robots off for a little while longer. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, like, you know, Reed Richards has seen this before. Yeah. You know, this is a very stock Fantastic Four plot, so Reed Richards isn't going to fall for it. Yeah, he saw this in uh, old and, Latvia. So Ben Grimm sides with Reed Richards because he wants to be human, you know? Sides with Doom, um, you mean? Or, yeah, yeah, sides with Doom. Like, yeah. And, uh, and he tried, and like, basically, like, Ben is actually defending uh the the robot like he gets into a fight with his friends almost like he's not trying to hurt yeah. anybody but he's like not also not trying to help them and they all get uh captured and imprisoned every single one of them like doom just kind of wipes the floor with this team yeah um and the reason why doom is doing this why he captured them is he wants to know why they're there mm-hmm. uh ben is trying to convince everybody like hey just tell them you know um he eventually does like ben says you know let me see the transporter that you came in on and uh, Ben tells him everything. Ben takes him to the transporter. Ben thinks Doom is, Doom is doing this to take them home, but instead he teleports to the Beyonder, shoots him with a beam, which mm-hmm. absorbs the Beyonder's powers. Now, this seems outlandish. It is. So the, the show is slightly <laughs> smarter than it seems uh, here. Yeah. Uh, like, where did this gun come from? What is it named? It has to have a name. Yeah. I mean, we never hear the name. I mean, every gun that could absorb Beyonder power has to have a name. That's just a fact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like it should be a named weapon. You know? Uh, it should at least of course, be yellow, though, if not purple. Yeah. The, the, uh, you know, and, and what this eventually, again, like, spoilery, but, like, eventually the Beyonder let this happen. The Beyonder probably gave him this gun. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is all part of the test. This is the first part of this that has, has the test. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so the first thing that uh, Doom does with his newfound power is uh, just takes away all of the villains that were on the planet and then uh, to, and brings mm-hmm. all of the heroes to his castle. Like, so no more villains and all the heroes are in his room to like hang out with him. And um, Spider-Man tries to appeal to Doom's humanity, which doesn't really seem like it's a, a good tactic. Like, he's like, hey, you're, you can't control this. Like, you, there's no way you have the ability to do this. You need to give it up. Um, and, you know, because great pa- with great power comes great responsibility. I don't think you have that. And Doom is just like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay over yeah. here without my... <laughs> yeah, actually, great power is pretty great on its own, actually. Yeah, yeah, great power seems to be working pretty awesome on my side of the thing. So. <laughs> great power a la carte. <laughs> Like hold hold the great responsibility. Hold the great responsibility. Add ESPN. Your boy likes college football. <laughs> Special orders don't upset us. You can have it your way. The, um, so uh, Doom refuses. Lizardman, however, attacks him. Mm-hmm. Doom teleports him away. Specifically, I, I wrote this down because it was such a weird thing. Like they say, they they like their heroes get there and they're like, "We're fifty miles away," and I'm like, "That's a weirdly arbitrary." <laughs> like, they that? they yeah, just but... went forty five minutes to the left. <laughs> this will take us ten hours to get back. No, fifteen, and then <laughs> just like, yeah. storm radios in. Maybe we could do it in twelve. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um. So uh, they get teleported away. The heroes, uh, you know. Are going going to fight here, but Doom drops this big rock on them, um, which is pretty good. Um, they they just kind of like they they barely uh, you know not get crushed by this rock um, here. We switch back though to Ben and Doom, and Doom is sleepy. Yes, uh, now <laughs> he wants to take out take a nap because his powers are wearing him out. 
he is beyond tired. Am I right, Gary? (laughs) (laughs) He's the tireder. Um, The heroes escape this, this mountain that was dropped on them by all punching at the same time. Uh, I think, I think they literally like time it out so they can all punch at once, which is is really fantastic. Pretty, pretty, pretty great. Um, They also get tired. And decide to take a nap because like, <laughs> yeah, yes, no one slept since you've been on this world, but okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, it's, but Spider-Man it's, does not. It's a weird thing because like, like even Iron Man is like my iron suit needs some Z's for a little while. Like <laughs> Captain America who I've never seen rest at all is like, I'm just going to go lay down by the black cat for a little while. See what happens. <laughs> they, they just, and they lay down, they, they leave the cave to lay down on the ground outside the cave. <laughs> like this is the, this is the premier cartoon for watching heroes nap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is, um we switch back to to new laveria um and uh all these like monsters are attacking the thing he's already in battle um spider-man shows up to help out uh and they see doom is sleeping and he's actually shooting these things out of his brain these are his dreams he dreams of pterodactyls essentially it's like Jiro. you've heard of Jiro dream of sushi <laughs> this Dr. is a, doom dreams of pterodactyls this is not that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I actually kind of like this. Like this, this kind of weird, and I mean, it's not subtle. Like they're giant, like lizard bat creatures or whatever. So it's not. I mean, you can't call it subtle by any stretch of the imagination. But Doom going to sleep and not being able to, you know, control his power is kind of something that's I'm in for with the when it comes to the X Men, mm-hmm. right? Like just having that kind of yeah. metaphor of uh, you have to practice this stuff. You have to be good at it. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, they wake up Doom. They say like, "Hey, Doom, give up your powers. You're creating these things." Uh, he says no. He uses his power. He subdues Spider-Man and Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the heroes are all well slept, so they show up, uh, but they also get subdued. Yep. Which mm-hmm. you know, um, they weren't well rested enough to to fight Doom, sadly. Um, but Ben gets free. Yeah. There. And basically, what's happening is Doom is paying so much attention to the other heroes that uh, whatever weird Beyonder power he used to tie Ben up with, which I would have just used a rope, but that's just me. I don't have Beyonder powers. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. The he, Roper. Ben gets loose and like goes and grabs the, uh, the the not named gun and shoots Doom in the back, which causes Doom to lose all of his Beyonder powers and frees the Beyonder yeah. from from Doom's grasp. Yep. And that they did it. That's what they needed to do. Yeah. They have proven that good is good. So good. Uh, we did a good job, everybody. We let a couple of villains go and then, um, you know, tortured a bunch of weird blue smurf creatures for yeah. a couple of years. And then now yep. everybody let's go home. So some, some of the, uh, citizens were saved. Some were unaccounted for like it just, um, so, uh, the beyonder says he returns everyone to earth. They'll have no memory. Um, and, and Ben is sad because he got to be a human. Ben really, Ben really gets the worst out of all of us. Everybody else just goes home basically the same. Ben was like, oh, for a brief fleeting moment, I could have had a normal life again. (laughs) It's a weird thing though, because Ben, Ben's a monster, but like his whole arc for since the sixties has been about getting over that. And he goes through times where he's kind of over it. You know, like he has like, it's not like he does like he has a girlfriend, like Ben, Ben finds love. Like there's, there's all these things that Ben did, but he's always angsty about it. Mm -hmm. It never goes away. Um, Spider-Man confronts the Beyonder and says, like, essentially, like, hey, you know, uh, you, you did that, that thing with Doom. Like, he, you know, he calls him out because that, like, that, he let himself get absorbed as part of the test there. Um, the, uh, Storm says, oh, like, you know, before she leaves, like, oh, we must have done it for nothing. And it's like, no, they, you did it because you were heroes. Yeah. 
even and when even Spider-Man doing is talking, it, even when nobody's going to remember it, even if it was a secret war, like it's it was, yeah. we're still fighting for the good, and that's that's enough. Yeah. And uh, after Spider-Man accused the Beyonder, the Beyonder says, "You know, you you passed essentially. Now you're ready for the real task." And then the cartoon switches to the Clone Wars. So apparently that was the, the Clone Wars are the real task, but we're not going to cover that. Yeah. See you in a just couple of years, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Just ready for the real task. <laughs> don't worry. We're just going to re-release this episode on the feed when we get there. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so it'll all, be all next you, episode. Uh, you Ben Riley heads out there. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, this could have been a lot worse. Like secret wars is notoriously messy and dumb. I mean, it's like, like you said at the very beginning of the episode, it was basically an opportunity for Marvel to sell a bunch of action figures and to sell a bunch of comic books where all of those action figures fought one another. Um, but Mm -hmm. you know, for all of that, like this is kind of okay. Like I kind of enjoyed some of the stuff that happened here. A lot of characters get like kind of knocked to the side, like, you know, black cat and Captain America don't really have a lot to do after the red skull just runs away. Um, but otherwise it's, it's, I like, I'm, I'm okay with these three episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think they're fun. Like we we dunked on them. We always dunk on them. But I think they uh, uh I had fun during them. You know, and like I said, this is good Doom content. Like this is a Fantastic Four story. I was kind of complaining about how this is like the stock standard Fantastic Four story, but it is like a very efficient, like good presentation of something. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it, it's it's an old hat doesn't mean it's a bad hat. You it's know? true. Um, yeah, like I was, the I was old into saying goes. It, it's, um, it's weird that it just ends. Like it, it feels like if if that was the you know a whole lot of just like Smurfs died for nothing, is what it feels like. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, out of everybody here, like the this planet that was you know in in bliss, it was literally paradise. The Beyonder Con said like this is what you Earth people would call paradise. You know, having to work a nine to five, like it still seems like a real shitty thing to do to these this people's planet that just seemed like a normal planet. And also, by the way, has a breathable atmosphere. So if any of these yeah. uh, Reed Richards looking motherfuckers want to pick a planet to colonize, I'm just saying, Elon Musk, your way over there, dog. <laughs> it's, it's got plenty of real estate, um, and it's only you know fifty miles across, so it's small. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. What's next? Yeah. What is next? Um, movie? Right. Um, yes, doing... we are going to do yeah. uh, um, X Men: Days of the Apocalypse. Days Days of the Apocalypse. Days of that... Future Past. Oh yes, I'm skipping ahead. It is Days of Future Past. <laughs> Days of the Apocalypse. Like you almost were there. I was. I was <laughs> all over the place. I was looking at five different things on this spreadsheet, trying to frantically trying to figure out what we were doing next. <laughs> yeah. uh, Days of Future Past. Which I think that you know we talked about this. I have no reason why we shouldn't uh, slow down. I think we should split that into two episodes. I'm okay with because that. Because yeah. it's a it's, the, a, it's uh, a big fucking movie. Yeah. And first class was like a two and a half hour episode, which is a lot for this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to lose focus and lose, uh, you know, kind kind of uh, uh, snappiness. So I think that would be better if we split that into two. The ending of that uh, of that movie, I think, it deserves to be talked about in a in a really mm-hmm. in depth kind of way because I really like the way that it, it handles it. So I, yeah, definitely being fresh for that and splitting that into two episodes is a good idea. Yep. So two episodes of that, and then we're gonna do another uh, feedback episode mm-hmm. uh, I pre- presumably about those movies I, that's probably what most people will have uh, things to say about yep so we'll be talking but, uh, about uh first class we'll be talking about the spider-man stuff and uh talking about days of future cast if you you can also comment on general x-men stuff if, or you can comment on uh basically just ask anything i don't i don't really care like if it's if it's yeah, bad yeah. i just won't include it in the show and you'll feel bad later so uh, <laughs> do, do do as you will Go to uh, daysoffuturecast.com slash contact for that, or you can hit us on Twitter at D-O-F-C podcast. Excuse me, D-O-F-C yep. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, after that, we're going to be talking about the Avengers. 
The uh, Avengers cartoon. The Avengers by directed by Joss Whedon that came out just a few years ago. Is that the <laughs> No, exactly. The uh just switching uh no, we're not not off the hook that easily because we have to see what happens with this uh Avengers uh I can't remember the name of the subtitle. Avengers United They Stand. Okay. I think is the name of this cartoon. Sure. I'll, I'll um, trust you because yeah. I don't have it written down. Yeah. I think that's the name of it. There's been a few different Avengers cartoons. It's the old one. The nineties Avengers cartoon with essentially the West Coast Avengers crew. So we're talking about Ant Man, the Wasp. Hawkeye, Tigra, uh, that crew. Gotcha. And I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see some fucking Kang the Conqueror shit. So, man, is there is there any chance that this is good? Like, do you think that they're going to nail it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, th- I think that there's a good chance that we will have fun mm-hmm. with it. Like a like a ninety percent chance of fun. That's the the days of future cast guarantee. I think that it will be fun, and I think that there will be some elements that are pretty cool. I think the fact that no one ever talks about this, you know, that means it could either be like a hidden gem or was real bad. And I just feel like odds heavily favor the latter. Oh yeah, I'm with you on that one. All you know, mm-hmm. so, um, but it's I'm looking forward to it anyway because I like those characters and uh, and just have never seen it. So, um, and that's a it's a felt thirteen episodes. Or what have you. It's it's not very long. Yeah. Um when we get there, I'll probably have the uh days of future cast.com slash schedule updated so you can see exactly mm-hmm. when we're gonna be covering those if you want to watch along with the show. Um I haven't even peeked into that yet, but uh, I'm I'm very excited about it. And then um after all of that we'll do we'll probably do the next we'll do the the trilogy, the third in the trilogy, um Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yep. And then uh and then another feedback episode if you guys still want to talk to us and then we will announce what we were doing from there at the time. But that'll yeah. be that'll we're, be later this year, so we we just don't want to commit to anything yet. Yep. We're not sure yet. And we have to do the uh the Wolverine at some point as well. Which I've never seen and I'm do, excited to watch. Do we oh. have to do the Wolverine? <laughs> it's, I heard it was uh, people like it. Isn't it that one supposed to be okay? I hate that movie. I fucking despise oh. that movie. Maybe it'll change when I go back to it, but man, I do not that is not that is not a James Even Faith. the the and the, we're we're just make sure we're talking about the second one, right? I mean, there's second Wolverine movie. There's only three, right? There's that one, yeah. and then Logan. So yeah, the Logan, second yeah. one is when he goes to he doesn't have his powers for the whole fucking movie. Like he's, oh, he, well, that, that, <laughs> I I thought people liked that one, but I could be I could be wrong, or they could be wrong. So I, I'm uh, I'm willing to I'm willing to go either way and say that um, I'm definitely right. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing we know. Um, um so yeah that should that should get us to the end of the year um actually i mean gary that that, that wolverine movie might be another good one for uh duck stream because that'll probably be around the same time oh that, that's a fun idea yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, that, that just with wolverine. <laughs> shitty wolverine movies will be our duck stream content from now <laughs> the, the uh eventually we'll start doing the animated films yeah <laughs> well are, actually some of those are, are some of those i think are pretty good anyway the, yeah the, Mar- the marvel animated movies are, are a weird thing i thought about that with this show mm-hmm. you know because it's kind of like a foot in both ponds and like i think it'd be fun to cover them eventually the issue is that watching too many of them in a row like some of them are very boring like um, i remember watching the doctor strange one and it being like pretty boring so. I, can, I can definitely believe that because yeah some of that stuff is some of that stuff is real hit or miss i've watched some of the dc yeah. a lot of the dc stuff for some reason because uh mm-hmm. my boy jensen ackles uh, from supernatural has been in some of that stuff and so i was kind of trying to mm-hmm. check out his voice acting skills which is you're very hunky he's still a hunk even <laughs> yeah. even when he's the red hood so good job <laughs> <laughs> the red hunk um if you like this show uh, the best thing you can do is support the entire network at patreon.com slash duck tv uh people have been doing a great job with that you have know, been very uh supportive and we really appreciate that yes um if you're unable to do that the second thing you can do is rate and review the show on itunes 
Um, that's really helpful. It helps more people learn about the show. And also, uh, you know, if you, if you know people who might like it, you know, you know, Marvel people or people who might like the steez, uh, throw it up on a message board or recommend it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that helps us out a lot. Drop it on a dig.com. Maybe go yeah, uh, dig it. Go just whatever you do. Don't go put it on Reddit because we are yeah. not allowed on Reddit. <laughs> they will think that you yeah, are an imposter. <laughs> Yeah, that, that doesn't work. They don't like it when people uh, put things. They don't like people to provide content to their service. So yeah, yeah uh, don't don't do content on Reddit. It's the mm. one thing they don't like. Um, yeah, and uh, until next time, uh, good night. Good night, everybody. Okay. We'll see you next time. <laughs>